Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, Jake. Yes, sir. Did you know it is our anniversary month? How long have we been married? (laughs) No, the show. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I did know The that, show's actually. anniversary. We are turning six years old, and to celebrate that- We're going to first grade. We're <laughs> close. We're giving a discount on our Patreon. If you join the year-long subscription to the Patreon, you can get 15% off during the month of May. You can find out everything about our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecritshow, but all tiers for the month of May are 15% off when you sign up for the annual membership. Is that as exciting as first grade? You know, now that I'm kind of remembering back to first grade, that's far better than first grade. The Crit Show contains elements of horror, fantasy violence, and adult language. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. doing my straw wasn't upside down mm. okay hear me out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, let me let me explain to you how straws well, ex- work let me explain like the science of this <laughs> yeah me, yeah let me explain my behavior <laughs> <laughs> please please explain i got a, a phone number once with this stupid move <laughs> and it was uh at a restaurant it was at a pizza hut <laughs> when i was like 17 right and uh so the waitress brings out our, our drinks and stuff and the straws are already in, you know, with the little piece of paper at the top and pull that off. And, and I start like blowing into the straw. So it's just bubbling up. And I was like, hey, I'm sorry. You come on. You put the straw in upside down. <laughs> and, you know, she stops like, what? And then kind of starts giggling about it. It's like, OK, OK. You know, like I was really giving her shit or whatever. And yeah, we just got talking and, and laughing <laughs> about stuff. And I got her number by the end of the uh, the meal. That uncontrollable task, Riz. <laughs> Look, if I'm going to do something, it's going to be awkward, okay? <laughs> That's how I do this. How many How many dates? Uh, I think one. <laughs> and it was more of like One's a One's all you friends. need. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I like to think that you just sat there on that single date and you did the same bit the entire time. He did the same bit to the new waitress. Oh, <laughs> That's why I was only one. He did. Oh my god! I imagine that if he did that same bit once at any point, she'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. this is something you you do. It's not something you did. It's something you do. Or, this is over." Or she was like, "Oh, you actually think it's upside down? <laughs> you weren't hitting on me. You don't know how straws work." Which honestly is more likely than any of the other possibilities. While we were on break. I, I don't know how to describe it. I You broke a person. I broke a person. <laughs> you absolutely broke a human. Tass and I went through a McDonald's drive-thru, and I don't know if you're aware of this or not. It's Grimace's birthday. Oh, I am shit. aware. 
I yeah. feel like it's always Grimace's birthday, or maybe I've just been <laughs> I've just been living in the lead up to Grimace's birthday. Grimace has been having like a birthday month. I yeah. don't really pay attention to Grimace a whole lot. I'm more focused on his cousin Gritty. <laughs> I live every day like Grimace's birthday. <laughs> yeah, so it's all over like the bags and in their sign, and they've got like a special shake. And so we like Tass and I are talking about something completely unrelated, <laughs> and we pull up and. There's this young woman there, and she hands us our food, and I look at the bag, and she starts closing the window. I said, oh, can you do me a favor? And she opens the window. I said, can you wish Grimace a happy birthday from us? <laughs> and I, I said it just as, as plainly as I said it now, and she stared at me. It looked like she responded, what I told him after, it, she responded like she had been dead asleep, and he just woke her up. <laughs> And she, and she, she just activated like a sleeper agent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I was, I was like, it's it's Grimace's birthday. <laughs> and like the question mark above her head got bigger. <laughs> and I held up our bag of food and I pointed at he it where it says happy birthday Grimace. He literally said, Vanna Whited the bag to be like, here are the words I'm saying. Yeah. I, and I said, so I just want you to tell him happy birthday from us. And again, she just she <laughs> nods and she starts to close the window. And then I finally like laughed and smiled and it dawned on her like she had never seen a sunrise before. <laughs> like her eyes got so big and she just like started to laugh. And what's funny about that too, from my perspective, is I could see Rev give up that, <laughs> that this was gonna land. So he's starting to pull away as, <laughs> as she has the realization. So she's like, I get it, they're gone. <laughs> it was superb. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to do that throughout the rest of Grimace's birthday month every <laughs> McDonald's. So anyway, happy birthday, Grimace. Happy birthday, Grimace. Thanks for being such a loyal listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's that at the door? <laughs> Oh God, it's the Grimace! Oh God! Ah! You've arrived back at the village at Whistler's Cove. You have freed Malia. Kima has been able to leave the caves for the first time. What's the plan from here? So I know that Dorva said, you know, his people will judge him. He wants to help rescue them. But is that something we want? Like, do we want Dorva coming with us? And I, I guess just in the sense of if whoever's in charge of this island sees Dorva, does that tip them off? Is it good to have Dorva come with us? Like, I understand why he wants to do it. But man, that doesn't mean he gets to do what he wants. I think where Kima and I differ is that uh, Kima may be forgiving to Dorva. I I don't trust that guy at all. Yeah, Kima seemed to be very chill with the idea of like, oh no, our people will decide. Yeah, as I don't know, man. I mean, maybe that's just a culture thing. Yeah, we don't really know much about Dorva other than this one act, and we don't know anything about the relationship between him and Kima and the rest of their people. So it's kind of hard to say. I agree with you that I am worried if we bring Dorva with us, it might tip off someone because, you know, Dorva's supposed to be doing his thing on this island. Are we worried about it tipping off somebody here where we're leaving from or somebody there where we will arrive? Where we will arrive. Like the Viking or something. Yeah. It's like if he wants to do right for his folks, like, okay, stay here and make this town better and safe and make sure that people coming here like make it what you said it is so your people have a place to go once we free them hopefully i mean we don't know what we're walking into on this island we know we've got to you know take out the the viking eventually but yeah 
We know it's like a giant tornado around the... I mean, is it still? Because when we were in Starhold, there was like a big galaxy that then sort of like revealed itself once we had marred all the runes. Like the storm might not be there anymore. That could have been its equivalent of like cloaking it from sight. In which case, the jig might be up. If we decide like tactically that we want to bring Dorva with us or whatever, I feel like we can pull that off. Like if it's if it's a question of like, do we trust you or do we are we going to honor what we said? Like, that's one thing. But if it's just like, are we afraid that it's going to spoil something? I feel like that we could work our way around without too much difficulty. Yeah. Like just, you know, have him tell just lie to the bike. Like be like, I've been sending letters and I haven't been getting any response. So I decided to come check in person. You know, some sh- like that seems easy enough. Uh, the classic. My email must not have gone through. Yeah. <laughs> also, if this monster we're supposed to fight is underwater, having beings that can be okay underwater and not drowned and fight may be really useful. Yeah, I feel like we just need to keep a really short leash on this guy, but that we should bring him with us. Yeah, I I agree. I think we know what he's capable of. And between Kima and Kim, I think he's not really going to get much of an opportunity to make any secret plans to double cross us without somebody noticing what's going on. Uh, But every, uh, every additional person we can have on our side is... I think going to be really important going forward. So we want to bring his his kind of strike team as well. I mean, they're all normies now, but they were still like skilled they're warriors, still right? Sea that's Lord, why they yeah. were. That's why they were chosen. Um, that I'm less sure about because if he's got a team, then I feel like he's more likely to start some shit. Like he's going to feel better about <laughs> his odds, right, against us if he's got his whole squad. Yeah, but I mean, those are the people we need against. Yeah, the and it would sea sell monster. whatever cover we're trying to use to bring him there. Probably yeah. if he brought a team, it would make more sense. I think it also depends on why was this team following him in the first place? You know, is this a, we're doing this because we think it's what's best for our people because now he knows that what they were doing was a trick. It is not what's best for their people. Or are, is his strike team like, hell yeah, we love Nash. Let's, yeah, let's are do they, what he wants. Are they loyal to him, to their people, or to Nash? I feel like we know that already, that they are loyal to him and that he was doing something that, that he believed the ends justified the means to save their people. Okay. Well, then why did they become vampires? Because it was a gift that he offered them to become stronger. Yeah, he he told them it was the way to go and yeah. they bought it. Um, We could take them, though, if we have to. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, now it's not just Dorva being like, this is what's best. It's Dorva and Kima, and I think even with Kima being like not necessarily backing Dorva, but kind of verifying his new stance, his new knowledge, like having these people who were leaders of their people being on the same page, even though one of them tried to kill the other, I think says a lot. Yeah. And then if we take all these people away, this place is free to become what it's supposed to become. Yeah. Right. Like without them needing to fix it or needing to stay out of the way or whatever, like. Now this place is just free to grow. Yeah, was Dorva and his group doing anything that like impacted the daily comings and goings of ships? Like you said, that people were moving into places and you know making an inn or a bar, like making those old buildings their own. Did Dorva and his group have anything to do with those transactional elements? Yes, but like I, I think you could construe from what's going on that nothing that is necessary. Like okay. they presented as. This is our spot. We have a force of people. You can't take it, but you can use some of it if you want. And then that just grew. I wish we had encountered somebody in town that was like here for a while that wasn't part of the group trying to 
sacrifice people so we could be like, hey, you're the mayor you're, now. Yeah, you're in charge. <laughs> Do you want to be mayor? Yeah. Let's put our new uh, Shorman friend in charge. Right? Like, if he does, is he want to go? Is he cool to hang out for a while? Man, they'll figure yeah. it out. What's this town going to do without a harbor master? That I don't know. <laughs> Thrive? Who's going <laughs> to collect those dues? Like, she was here for one day and just ran a tight ship. Can you believe how many dues she collected in one day? <laughs> where's, where's all that money going? I don't see it. Like, gesturing to the still run-down buildings. What about Malia? We had talked about returning her to Siobhan. Yeah. Well, that's kind of sort of on, well, not on the way, but like we could, like we we passed by the big storm whirlpool on our way here. So we yeah. could double back to Plankton to drop off Malia and then double back again to the storm. Which well, just another part of the triangle. So it'd be just directly to yeah. Plankton and then down to the center of the triangle. Yeah, but it'd be what? Yeah, how long does Another that take? Another 10 days or something? We've already been here for 45 days, if anyone's keeping track, which Good I am. God. We could send Malia back with Jetty's ship or Atina or something. We haven't had a lot of time to talk to her. You know, Siobhan said that she was a very good fighter. Like, I wonder if she would like a little payback. Yeah, I'm, I guess that's worth asking. And then if she doesn't, if she just wants to go home, then yeah. like maybe we just, you know, we take the first leg of this trip as a pair of ships, like as a tiny fleet, and then one ship just continues on to take her back while we pull off to the side and go to the spooky island. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have to have a conversation with her first. I haven't really gotten a chance to tell her that I'm not the Megan she thinks I am. So mm. that would probably influence her decision. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then you can suss out, does she want to kill Everybody on the Spooky Island. No, sorry, not everybody, but the people that put her here. Yeah, just see what she wants to do. I told her, you know, we'd get her back to Siobhan, but if we can get her healed up properly and she's in a good shape to fight, that's her choice, I think. So let's start there with Megan talking to Malia. And then after that, I feel like we've got a working plan, depending on what she says. Okay, then uh, starting with a conversation with Malia. Yeah, I'll... uh... I'll go find her. Absolutely. I think she's below decks, just kind of off by herself, trying to stay comfortable. Hey, Malia, how are you feeling? Um, very disoriented. That's completely fair and understandable and expected. You've been through a lot. But I, I think it's it's important for you to know that I'm not who you think I am. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out, but uh, you don't smell like her. In like a good way or a bad way? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Just different. Yeah, it's it's different. I I am Megan. I'm just not this world's Megan. Like Pepper from somewhere else? Yeah. We, me, me and Kim and Jake and Landara, we're here. We're all from the same world. We're here to set things right. Jake, like, like my Jacob? Like your Jacob, but again, different. Like you. Like me, yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, it's a lot. Yeah, and usually we sometimes go to different worlds and try and set things right, but most of the time we try to set things right in our world. Uh, we usually do it with, with our tasks, and he wasn't able to make it here, um, so we're trying to undo what's been done to harm this world and get back and take care of him. You know, it's usually me that's like the weirdest person in the room. <laughs> this is kind of a nice change. Oh, good. I'm I'm glad that I could be that person for you. <laughs> Another world. Huh. Look, what happened to you was absolutely unfair, and I'm so sorry that you had to go through it, and I'm really glad that we got you out of there. Thank you. 
course. But now we have to keep going. We've got to set things right in this world and we've got to get back to ours. And while I think it's only right that you get to make the choice of where you fit into that, you've already been through so much. And I'm going to make this clear. I'm not asking you to help. If you want to go back to Siobhan and be safe and be with someone familiar, you have every right. And I will be more than happy to get that set up and get you on your way as soon as possible. But I also know that when you're held against your will and your days are taken from you, it can make you really angry and make you want to fight back. She's been thinking for a minute. Like she narrowed her eyes very early in this last question to her and she shifts uncomfortably. I uh, am a little confused that you keep just saying Siobhan and not my crew. You, you met them? I met some of them. Plankton, bad things happened there too, Malia. Is she the only one left? She's there with Aiden. They're okay. I think she just droops, head in her hands. She's not moving, but you can tell she's just trying to get it all out. And she finally sits up and wipes tears from her cheeks. If you're going to find the people that did this, I would really love to tear someone apart that deserves it for once. I reach out and I hold her hands in mine. I know. And we could definitely use you. You're very strong and smart and capable and you deserve revenge. But I don't want that to completely cloud you. This is this is so much bigger than what's been done to us. There's there's a lot at stake and I just want you to know that if you stay, well you're you're part of our team and we all look out for each other and we'll have your back and hope that you have ours and we'll we'll figure it out. We'll make we'll make it work. I just don't want you to make a decision that puts you in danger if you don't need to be. Well, it sounds like there's going to be danger if there's other things like me, but I'm not afraid. I know. That's kind of what I'm worried about. I've mostly got a handle on what I can do, which makes me think I should find what's left of my crew. There's a chance that I can hinder you. When I slip, it's it's bad, and I don't know how focused I am after all of this, after all of these. I don't even know. I don't even know what it's been. Weeks, months. I still slipped when I practiced and when I had a handle on it, and I've been feral for so long, it's probably better if I don't go. I don't think you can expect to ever fully control what you do. I mean, those of us that have abilities, have these powers, they're, they're dangerous, and we have to do our best to control them. But sometimes, yeah, sometimes you slip, and it can be really bad and people get hurt. But I think you're right. You want to do everything you can to have as much control as you can. And rage absolutely clouds your vision and your judgment and your ability to have control. I think finding your crew is a good decision. Your crew keeps you going and keeps you honest and gives you clarity. And I think that's what we all need more than anything right now. She nods. I know I could never hurt either of those two. Siobhan's like a mother to me. And ever since I lost my brother, Aiden's been like a little brother. And I got to be the big sister for once. I know exactly what you mean. You are just like her. Just like who? Megan. Oh, I hope she's okay. Me too. I will go talk to the crew and we'll get you set up to head back. Okay, thank you. I give her a hug and I'll go find everyone. Point of luck for Megan for connecting like the whole I've been locked up to and like empathizing with her that way. Yeah. Thanks. No problem. Hey, everyone. Okay, uh... Malia's, Malia's going back to, to Plankton. We need to figure out how we're sending her. Okay. Well, let's find somebody who's willing to head back that direction and ferry her, and we can head outside by side. 
Yeah, I wonder if the folks from the Lizard King would be willing to take her over that way. Oh, yeah. Uh, good point. Uh, yeah, I want to uh, look around for Jetty. Oh, no. The Lizard King is actually the one that we sank in the cave. Ah, uh, yep. yes. We capsized it. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't necessarily sink it. So the white rabbit is beached. Yes. The IPT cruise is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But we need that. It, it, we need we that. Do that. It does have a wreck. It does. But like, okay, isn't Dorva like in charge of this place? Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> well. I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. No. But no, we are in charge of Dorva. So actually, we are in charge of this the place. The Dockmaster is in charge of this place. Like, don't they have a bunch of ships or something? Oh, because the one uh, vampire was like, oh yeah, we would come in and take out an empty ship. Oh, but ship. We, we don't. We haven't seen the ships again. What did yeah, they do with the they, ships? They didn't yeah, know so what was becoming of let's them. Let's ask Dorva. Oh yeah. Hey Dorva. In the character. Hey Dorva, what'd you do with all the ships? Some of them, if they were dingy, we sank them, but there are maybe eight or ten uh, on the far side of the island near some cliffs. <laughs> That's so wasteful. I know, if they were dingy. <laughs> dingy. Like if a they spit had a shine. Mark. Yeah, a spit shine would have done look, it. But... Look at me. Look at my scales. <laughs> Everything must be shiny and We had and room wonderful. for ten ships. We only kept the ten best. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they were swapped out. Every every time a new one came in, once we had ten, <laughs> Listen, we had to compare it against the ten we had. If there were just thirty empty ships on the far side of the island, people would ask questions. Okay, ten is normal. Okay, so we can send somebody off with one of those. We should Great. give one back to the crew of the Lizard King, regardless of whether they yes. help us. And then we <laughs> yeah. can see if the Lizard King crew. I do have a bond with them to see if they would be willing to see her the rest of the way back to Plankton. Sure. Oh, we should also give those captured shoremen one of those ships. I don't even know if it's giving them one as much as letting them reclaim their yeah. ship. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Was it dingy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I came in on a dingy ship. He's like, no, no, no. I mean, we only sank the little boats. You know, the dingies. Oh, the dingies. Uh, the dingies. <laughs> is it, oh, it's, it's my accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, so again, I reiterate, I look around for Jetty. <laughs> And you find her. Hey, would you uh, would you be willing to do us a solid? We need to send somebody back to to Plankton. Plankton. Oh fuck, that uh, two three weeks. Yes. That sounds about right. Oh, you're really calling in favor, aren't you? It'll be probably the last one I ask of you. Yes, because we're not coming back here after that. We'll do it. Oh, that was easy. Yeah, that was really easy. In exchange, we've got a brand new ship for you. Oh, brand new ship. <laughs> yeah. Well, slightly used. Bigger than. Than ours, possible. Have not seen it. Yeah, you've got your pick. You got Sight your, unseen. Your pick of ten ships. Yeah, it's like a rental car situation. Just kind of anything in that row you can kind of take. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want a sedan? No, no, no. It's not a rowboat. It's a uh, 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 yes. Uh, we we owe you. We will do this, and we will take two ships. The makings of your own fleet. Commodore. What's the plan from here? Are you all taking another ship? You do have some damage to the IPT cruise, um, just one wreck's worth, which you could take a downtime and spend two treasure to fix. But, 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 I think again in this situation, uh, this is a little different moves as written that I don't think you're going to have to pay for this. You know, Dorva's quote unquote running the place. You have a lot of other ships that you can uh, rip apart to uh, cover that damage. So I don't think you're going to have to pay to do this, but it will still take a little time. How long is it going to take us to get to the island? Uh, about a week and a half. I mean, we could take a different ship for a week, leave this one here to be repaired, and then just beep it in. Again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love this beeper more than anything in the world. And then just 
throw this ship away. <laughs> and then just sink it because it's dingy. It's a little dingy. Or send it's it in dingy. as a decoy on one side of the island and then sail around to the other side. Oh. Or we'll have a ship to like get all the prisoners hopefully away on. Oh, yeah. So no matter what. Th- I mean, it's only advantages. Yeah, no matter what. Two ships. Okay. Twice the fun. <laughs> Superb. Um, so describe for me these 10 ships. Uh, I want to make an educated decision on which but one. We, we, are, we already gave away two of the best yeah. ones. So, so the eight ships. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that That's a great question. So we're going to definitely roll for the amount of cannons. And then after that, I'll give you your choice on the ship stats. Uh, and whatever we do here, this is the best ship. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, no. no. Yeah. So um, who wants to roll for cannons? I do. All right. Roll 1d6. Six. You have six total cannons, three <laughs> on either side, and you can either give this neutral stat, so a plus one, zero, and a negative one, and you get to say where the stats go, uh, or you can roll it to try for a better result. A five and a six will get you plus ones across the board. A three and a four will give you just that same stat block anyway, uh, or a one and a two will give you a zero, a zero, and a negative one. I'll roll. Okay. Rip. <laughs> Five. Oh, Suck it, Jake. Hell yeah. <laughs> Plus ones across the board. Woo. Uh, what's the name of the ship? Yeah, how do we roll for that? The best ship. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just what it's called. <laughs> they built it. They knew. I get some ink out of my bag and I just start, <laughs> I hang off the side. It's and called paint. the best Western because it usually travels- <laughs> East to west. <laughs> sued. Immediately sued. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're able to get the best southwestern around out of the little area by the cliffs and uh, load it up to your heart's desire. Just, I feel like I'm just standing at the top of like one of six masts. I uh, just like, <laughs> this thing fucking rules. Fuck the IPT cruise. <laughs> I'm never going back. Can we sail two ships through the portal? Yeah, can we just get a new car? <laughs> you all don't know yet what happens if you were to pull something through the portal. I think we should try. Let's try to hold on to this one. <laughs> It's a ship. <laughs> we destroyed all the machinery. Paving the, the entire building. <laughs> Poor unconscious Tass right in front. <laughs> We're like, Tass, wake up. We brought you something. <laughs> and we see his feet under it like the Wicked Witch yeah. of the West. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, hold on. I've got an idea. I'm I'm crossing out the name of this boat and I'm painting IPT Cruise on this one instead. They'll never and I'm know. Like, I'll figure out how to sync the key fob up to this. You guys just give me give me some time. We switched the license plate. <laughs> Scratch off the VIN. <laughs> so uh <laughs> Uh, we, I think we get underway. I think we've got our plan set. We're good to go. Okay, so you pull your new ship around to the main village again. Anything else before you roll? Uh, as we pull around on our fancy new ship, I want to yell out to the docks over at uh, Atina. Hey, do you want to fight with us? Not like against us. Not. I didn't mean. I didn't mean like fight us, but like fight with us. Alongside us. Megan, you've got to stop leaning out the passenger side and just shouting, hey, you want to fight at people. <laughs> we'll never stop. I don't know who you're fighting. Uh, I think it's like a big sea monster and maybe some bad guy. Some some guy that's like a big Viking. What is word Viking? He's called Cradoon the Beheader. Cradoon? Yeah. He, he might be there. 
fuck that guy. And ah. he whistles and his crew gets all started, like uh, setting their ship ready to go. Oh shit, this guy knows him. Maybe we could get some information on him before we gotta fight him. Nice. Yeah, we fucking in their loot, you think? The what? In their loot, you think? Loot? <laughs> Give us loot, pay me. You can loot of the spoils. Yeah, we, we fucking go. All right, we're, we're heading out, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Look at our ship. Yeah, that's pretty good. You got six whole cannons. We have five, I think. No, six. No, oh, no. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Your ship lopsided. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was standing in front <laughs> yeah. of this one. Yeah, Landaro was standing in front of Yeah, this oh, six. Yeah, sorry. Jake rolled a five. No, I rolled a six. <laughs> I wrote, yeah. You rolled a five. I wrote, I wrote down that Jake rolled a five. I lean over to Edwin and I'm like, does it feel like? This whole town suddenly has like sort of a fun, sleepy after dinner energy. <laughs> I was a little punchy. Sort of a goofy. Things have gotten weird here, huh? Oh, I aspire to be as carefree as Atuna. Just like, yeah, I'll pack up my shit and fight with you. Life of a pirate, baby. I've been I've been waiting for like people to bring up Kradoom in front of the other shoremen because mm. there is a collective fuck that guy going on. Mm. Yeah, for a moment I was about to be like. He's a shoreman, and I was like, maybe that's not the way to go. I'm really glad you thought to say his name, because <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be like, my brother, Kratum, yeah. and I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> um, so as you're preparing and getting ready and having this conversation, uh, Kima comes down the dock, and uh, I think comes up to Kim directly. Thank you for freeing me from that place. Yeah, of course. How are you feeling? I do not yet have my magic back. But I think I know how I can achieve that. Oh yeah? How? I must find the rest of my family. This was my last errand, my last job for the Empire before I was to join my family on the continent to the north to assist the other sorcerers. I am, as you can imagine, behind. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you'll find them and I'm sure they'll be really happy to have you. I have seen what you all can do and I believe that my people's fate rests easily in your hands. Thank you. Um, I will do what I can to try to reconnect with you to let you know when uh, we've succeeded. I would like that very much. It was so nice to meet you. It was very nice to meet you as well. <laughs> this is surreal, even for people like us, I think. Yeah, yeah, this is, um, this is pretty wild, but in a great way. Do people from where you are from hug? Oh, I love hugging. And she just grabs you and hugs you. <laughs> as she steps back, she gets this intrigued look on her face and like looks down at her shimmering scales and she closes her eyes and focuses and the scales like the lines seem to like melt away and her skin becomes smooth and after a moment her skin pales away from that green and blue that shifts and looks human she looks just like you Oh my god, I'm so bummed that you're about to leave because if you stayed, we could do so much like Mary-Kate and Ashley shenanigans. It would seem that I can still shift more than I thought I could. Maybe it is your magic that has let me do this. You look great. Is that conceited to say? Maybe. You look nice. No, I was going to say, you look very lovely too. Oh, stop. She gives you one more hug and, and lets her sort of human form fade away again back to her normal self. And she whispers to you as you hug. I can feel your concern. Just make sure Dorva gets in front of our queen. They will not go easy on him. I'll do that. She gives you a nod and walks back into town. Let's do end of session.
So we are most certainly at a chapter's end. Uh, Have you defeated a great foe? Yes. Yeah. Claimed great treasure? We got a sick ship. Yeah, ship. Yeah. The best ship. Yeah, you got you got a dope ship. Accomplished one of your character's big goals this session. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Several. I made another book. Yeah, hell yeah. This is definitely end end of chapter. So you get to replenish all of your bonds and then choose two from this list. Mark one experience. Gain one bond with someone you've bonded with. Mark two luck or heal two harm. And you can double up on those if you want to take two experience or mark four luck total, etc. I'm going to mark two luck and take a point of experience. Okay. Same, actually. Okay. Uh, I'm going to mark two points of experience. Okay. Uh, And I'm going to mark two luck and take one experience. So you have your new ship prepared and underway with Atina and Jetty sailing behind you as you head towards the island in the center of the vortex. The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to Beyond the Dark. Sub-level 19 was nothing like the other floors at Machinko. There were no alabaster workbenches, no spotless white carpets. Here, it was dank, dark, and that noise... A humming, throbbing sound like a sickly heartbeat hiding behind the whir of a great machine. A large metal cage loomed out of the darkness, backlit by an iridescent blue monitor, on which a cursor blinked idly. A metal panel slid out of an aperture in the cage near the monitor, and suddenly the cursor came to life. It read, Insert hand here. Beyond the Dark, a sci-fi anthology by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Find it at beyondthedarkpodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts.